Well, yeah. And, and James, I just want to bring it around, you know, us kicking off 2023 with our, our friend Bobby. And when you think about it, though, we're going to go into much deeper later on. But, you know, we really forged our relationship last month at the Alabama Pipeline Safety Conference. That's really when we got together. And lo and behold, everybody knows that I love and endure relationships in the industry. And here, all of a sudden, some of the fruits of what we do. And it's uh, it, it's exciting to be together today. It really is. Bobby, for, we, we just assume everybody knows Bobby. Well, Bobby, they do, they? Bobby Purvis from <laughs> the Gaffney Utilities Board. Bobby, uh, welcome to the show. Welcome to welcome. 2023. This is season four of Coffee with Jim and James. Despite right. all of our performances, uh, they kept us around. We didn't get canceled, and we're kicking off 23 uh, with you, sir. How are you this morning? I'm, I'm doing fantastic. And, and James, Jim, thank you so much for allowing me to come on your podcast. It's a pleasure oh. meeting you in person and listening to your uh, keynote speak. Uh, it was it was fantastic. Enjoy being here. A lot of synergies there. Once we got to talk, you know, out in the lobby, so to speak, and just kind of decompress, we have right. a lot of synergies. We did. So, and Bobby, uh, full disclosure, this. Is, so you're the first guest. We did do a kickoff episode we recorded yesterday. Jimmy and I did by ourselves, and um, we talked at length about that conference and how, mm-hmm. number one, how great the folks are there. Um, we love the right. folks down there. It was my first time attending. Jimmy, it was yours too, right? Yes, it we was. We just weren't ever able yeah. to make it work. And I tell you what, we're big fans. And we had we had a blast down there. And we really enjoyed kicking off the conference the way we did. And as soon as we kind of got wrapped up, we ran into Bobby. I say we ran into him. I think he came and found us. Oh, he practiced us. And it was instant validation for what we had hoped to achieve jimmy and i had talked a lot about really wanting to motivate people to get moving on things and bobby found us and man you talk about striking up a conversation and a friendship the rest is history right and i was like bobby you got to get on the show with us (laughs) and here we are but it was so much fun such a great conference um did what'd you what'd you take away from there well that's that's one conference i try to make every year uh, not only the technical aspects, but that's mainly where the people, the, the movers and shakers of the state, they usually attend that and all our yep. regulatories. I feel it's very important when you reach out and you have you create these friendships and these networks, they take you through the year. There's so many times where a problem will happen or we'll have an issue, pick up the phone and call someone. Someone has had this issue before or they can help you solve yours. So it's it to me, it's, it's fantastic. It's a great conference. Yeah, far, far blue movie. Randall Hand. I, I met Randall with the state of Alabama years and years back at the Louisiana Gas Association big 192-195 event in um, right. usually in the summer months. And he's been asking me for years, and I've always had conflicts. And I made a declaration to him last year. I said, barring something crazy, I will be there. And plus, I'm going to drag James along too. And it was probably one of our most favorite conferences of 2022, James. I mean, I put it definitely up there in the top three. It was. So, it was a lot of fun. And, yeah. and interacting, getting to meet folks. Bobby, you weren't the only person that came up, but you were definitely one of the ones that when I got home, I was like, man, I'm going to reach out, see about getting you on the show. I want to learn more about what Daphne's doing over there. And Which Jimmy, you, let's let's get in yeah. there. Well, Go let's ahead. let's do you that. Go. Let's build on that. It's you our know, first one. We're a little rusty, Bobby. We 
That's okay. We're getting our well, we're getting our podcast legs or whatever I, that is. I like it though. I like how we're just kind of like flowing into this. But I think the important part is, you know, James and I in the audience really love origin stories. So we're going to give you the floor for a few minutes. Tell us your origin story, where you began, your passion, your purposes, uh, you know. Your absolutely. path to Daphne and what you've done since you've been there. Yeah, give it to okay. us. Well, I have a, a, a varied past because I started my young career in law enforcement. I spent uh, absolutely a number of years in law enforcement. And so I worked my way up uh, through the ranks and was able to do some some really cool things in law enforcement. And I, I wanted a change. Um, with law enforcement, there's a lot of demand on shifts and you miss a lot of birthdays and holidays and things of that yep. nature. So I had an opportunity to take a job with, at the time it was Mobile Gas and I think Spire has it now. And with that, I took the, I took, yeah, absolutely. I took the lowest job they had and uh, got some heads shaked. I'm like, what are you doing? The name of that job, the title was Mailboy. And I had worked my way up. I had been with City Mobile nine years at that point, was on the SWAT team. I was uh, an instructor in the academy. I, I thought I had a really, really good reputation and took the lowest job at Mobile Gas. And I said, you know, I got to I got to start somewhere. Uh, after a little bit, I'm saying a few months, got a promotion to janitor. I was so proud of that. I was like, wow, I'm, I'm moving on up. Uh, an opportunity came up, a position as supervisor in construction. And I applied for the job. I thought, you know, I'll just apply. I don't really know anything about that, but I'll apply. I interviewed I think the interview went really well. I came up with some ideas. I, I researched 192, went through and through. Nice. And they called me in after the interview. And they offered me the job. I was floored. I couldn't believe they were giving someone who really didn't have that much experience in the industry an opportunity. Bobby, how old were you at this point? I was 31 years. I was 31 years old. I can old. ask that because he doesn't work for me. See, it's <laughs> I was 31 and I was excited. I knew that what the challenges were going to be. Um, I ran into a mentor. She she was the one that promoted me. I, I thought, wow, what bravery it took for someone to take someone from where I was at, the level I was at, and put them into a leadership role. That was brave. And I've never let that go. And everything that I look at today, I think, you know, wow, that it's you need to be to be a great leader, you need to be brave and take chances on people. Definitely. And so uh, I, I I worked there moved into engineering. It took me all over the place, but uh, I did leave there and go overseas and work for a little while uh, in Iraq. But when I came back, I knew I wanted to get back into utilities. I had an opportunity here at Daphne to uh, take on the role as natural gas manager. Loved it. But when I arrived, what I did notice was there was a need. And when I saw you guys at the conference, you're talking about things that most people don't talk about at gas conference, leadership, no. development. They don't talk about it. I got so excited. Soft I was like, wow, this is so needed in our industry. And that's why I was just drawn to you guys. But when I got here, I looked around. I was like, you're putting young people in positions that are excellent at what they do. Technical, technical experts. But you're not giving them any tools. You're not giving them any training to be successful, to be a leader in their departments. So I approached the GM at the time and I, I had this idea of starting an in-house uh, leadership program. And he said, well, we're really, I'm not sure we have time for it during the day. I said, well, I'll volunteer to come at night. If I can get some people to come at night, would you support me in that? He said, sure. 
Um, so we we held our first one, and it's been seven years now since we held our first uh, uh, academy. In that, I was we had seven members, and we have a eighty plus employees. Seven doesn't seem very large, but that's almost that's almost ten percent of of our whole staff. The people that were in there, we had seven people. Five has been promoted to management. They're just exceptional people. We still talk about it today and the things that we learned. So that's that's where I'm. It's very exciting. For one, it's volunteer. They have to have teeth in the game because you know what they they are volunteering their time to spend with me and I bring in speakers and things of that nature. We're going to touch things they normally wouldn't touch during the day. It has nothing to do with putting in a gas service or fixing a water line. None of that. But we talk about those things. Bobby, that's just, awesome. Oh, go ahead, Jim. I was just going to ask, do you spend a lot of time with the Colonel from Huntsville? That's what I was going to talk about. If you bring up what you go ahead, I'm going to write down what I said, because I know what you're going to say. <laughs> no, 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 no. You know, the Colonel, uh, John Olszewski from uh, Huntsville Utilities by chance. Right. Have you spent much time with him? I have not. You need to, because he and you, and that's, I'm sorry, James, I, I stole your thunder or we're on the, no, I didn't steal thunder. We're on the same way. I already wrote it. It's going to be yeah. what I said. Go ahead. What does he say? It, it's just, you know, uh, uh, the Colonel talks about his time in the, the service, servicing or uh, giving service to our country, his time in the military and how much time they spent, not just doing PT physical. Uh, <laughs> go ahead, man. Let's yeah. share. Ying and ying. Yeah. Come on. What, yeah. What, oh, what he oh. says is that, you know, in the military, they give you 30, 40 years of leadership training. And in civilian world, you wake up one day and someone leaves and they go, hey, you're the leader um, and you're going to learn by walking around. Like, that's how you're yeah. going to lead and that that's not a setup for success. And I know yeah. we don't have the luxury of 30 years, but we can give people five or like you said, 10% of them this or what, like, that's the commitment that I like to see. I want to I want to talk a little bit about that. So I was going to bring that up, but I had a second point, Jimmy. Which Go ahead. Is, um, I want to talk about the Leadership Academy a little bit more and some of the elements and things that you y'all. And it doesn't just have to be in the one that just because y'all just had one, right? That concluded. We're we're in we're in one we're right in now. In one. We just we just started it. Yes, sir. We just started. Do you need us to show up? we would love it absolutely so that's the challenge number it. one you let us know for next year we'd love to be involved we'd love okay. to come Definitely. kick it off with you um the 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 other thing or what are some of the elements or some of the topics or you know in the past current that you're you work through in these in these academies so one of the things that we do and we we well i say we um when i first started it i had some help i had a couple of managers and things. But what happens is life takes over and they run out of time. And so I became the champion for this. And I, and I, so I do this alone. So I don't have a whole lot of help. So I'll put in, I put together a, a, a curriculum. Now this year I'm blessed because I have our GS, uh, our GIS guy ask, Hey, can I be, help you? Can I be part of it? Now he wow. was part of one of the classes. He went through it and I said, absolutely. So he's been great. Cause it's great when you have technical support behind you. Uh -huh. um, so one, some of the things we talk about, I try to uh, hit every class will have a serious subject. Now, it may be uh, employment law. 
we'll cover employment law. I'll have HR come in and talk about how important it is to know employment law, because if you're going to be in a leadership role, you're going to know to, to do that, protect your organization, protect yourself and treat people correctly. The, the, the last part of that class will be a leadership topic, whether it's what is influence? How do you create influence? Is culture something that you can create or is it a byproduct of how you're running the organization, the processes you're putting in place? So that's how we design the class is, yes, it's going to be something, a serious topic. This last week was uh, public speaking, public writing, how to make sure that you're wording things in a proper way. And so, and then on the other side of that was, how are you building influence by giving of yourself, being that servant leader? And so that was the last part of the class. We do that throughout. And it's it's about a 10 week. Um, we meet 10 times in a year. Wow. It's every other week. So we, awesome. we do have some, and we try to push these people to get outside their comfort zone. Not everyone likes public speaking. No. Um, and so I have everyone in there. We have a, a, some interns that's going to be coming in. We're going to be t- going to talk in high school. Our communications manager reached out and said, are you going to speak? Absolutely not. I'm not. But I got seven people that are going to speak. So I'm going to put them out in front of this high school and give them the opportunity to speak about their passions and see if we can draw some some high school folks into getting into utilities. That's nice. I like that. That's awesome. Well, I'm being serious, Bobby. We would love to be involved. Y'all are longtime clients of ours. Um, I looked it up this morning. I had somebody pull it 17 years. Um, Wow. That's a long, that's a long time, which kind of sets up kind of my next point. But, but seriously, we'd love to be involved. We, uh, we have a soft skills class that I absolutely love that, that I'm fortunate enough to get to teach as well. It's an all day class, but man, it's some of my favorite work that we do is, you know, helping leaders that, that are put into those roles that, you know, have a great tenure and all this experience, but really like, like what the Colonel said. Um, was put into a role and we really need to develop them in some other areas and I right. the opportunity. But Bobby, y'all been clients 17 years and I, th- I think the progression, you know, we were joking about it this morning. Jimmy said, they've been there about as long as the OQ rule has. Yeah. And yeah. that, I think that's funny, but the progression of this conversation is that we were at a conference last month with you talking about professional development and being able to deliver that, you know, right. system right next to OQ, which I think is an amazing progression. And when we talk about that, how neat it is to be having a conversation within our industry about leadership development, about professional development, about culture, about, you know, you just said is culture a byproduct. Like most people don't even understand what it is to understand that it, it could be the out, it is the output, right? Um, why is it so important, number one, for you, for Daphne, for this industry, what you're doing with Leadership Academy, this focus on developing our groups? Why is it so important to Bobby Perth? Well, let me let me back up a little bit. When I was offered, I was, like I said, I was the uh, natural gas manager. Uh, 2017, we had, it was not a good year for Daphne Utilities. And a lot of people don't want to talk about the, the rough times in utilities, but we had a rough year. We had some major failures. We had um, a shift in leadership. Someone left that was at the top. Um, we were being sued by our regulatory agency. Bad, our, the news was painting us as the devil. It was it was bad, it, and things were, were not well. 
Um, this position that I'm in as operations manager came open. I applied. They were very honest with me and said, you know, this might not work out. You know, they could come in and clean house. Okay, I got it. I got this. But also knew that whatever that culture is being created in the background, and this is my opinion, but culture is not a poster you stick on a wall. Poster isn't something, you know, culture isn't something that you just talk about. I I rarely talk about culture. I talk about the things that we're doing and they say, oh, yeah, I have a great culture. That's good. If you can see it, that's fantastic. That means the things that we're doing mean something. But what I, what I, the work that I put in to develop people to make sure that negativity went somewhere else to be successful, because you can't be successful here with a negative attitude, bring smart people in that have the same philosophy and everyone speak the same way. We're all going to be on the same page. We turned it around. It wasn't 18 months. This was not the same utility. And it was so exciting because when I talk to people like you and that have the same mindset that leadership is real, leadership is needed in the industry, that it can real, really make a difference. When you see it at work, I get so excited. I get chill bumps thinking about this oh, wow. works. Why aren't other people doing this? Why aren't other industries? Don't wait till you have a problem. We we as, as a company probably waited too long to really realize it's the people that matter. It's how we treat them. It's the tools that we give them to be successful. And once you invest in those people of yourself, being that servant leader, giving them the tools needed to be successful and seeing what they can do, all you got to do is sit back and watch. Watch what happens. It's exciting. I get I get a little more excited than most people, but I've seen it. I've seen it happen. That was a tangent. You know, Bobby, we almost called this show Tangent because that's what it always turns out. Like when we're doing our best work is when somebody goes off on something that they're really passionate about and you can see it, you can feel it, you get cold chills. The people that have been through the academy, the people that have seen in and out of our organizations, I mean, across the board that have seen the investment from their employer or from their leader or into um, their teams, they get it. They understand it. It's awesome that we're talking right. about this. I mean, it's well overdue. Um, our de- our industry deserves it. Our people deserve it. We've talked. We talk about safety all the time. Yep. This is psychological safety. This makes me want to come to work. This makes me want to lead. It makes me want to make a better place. Um, and I like it. I love that. That's man. What a great day to be talking about this. Jimmy, I bless all of us to be able to, we're getting paid right now to, to share our hearts with these folks. It's amazing. And, and and I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade these minutes for anything. This is a lot for um, just a wonderful amount of information. And really when I think about it, it, I use these terms a lot, uh, passion and purposes. And, you know, when you, you know, you hear the, the passion and purpose in Bobby's voice, it uh it resonates and uh it, it, the cold chills is not a uh not you weren't joking james that's a true I wrote, thing i wrote something down that i would be remiss if i didn't ask bobby based on sure. the origin story so i'm gonna go back this is Do not, it. not on script uh i told you it was just a roadmap and we were gonna go all over Absolutely. The um there's barges ditches for a reason um bobby you talked about you know, I wanted to come, but you said you, you did some work overseas and you, you were going to come back and work at a utility. How do you feel about this industry? Can you tell me 
from your vantage point, you've lived it, you've been in it. We've asked this question to so many people. Why this industry is the way it is? Why do you love it so much? Why do you wake up every morning, invest your time in it and into these people? We have this conversation at a high level here because when you get to work at a utility, you get a, this is an opportunity to serve a community. That's something that most people can't say in their work. I get to serve a community. It's an awesome responsibility. Um, excuse me. But I just, to me, when you can convince these young people, put in the work, be passionate about what you do, and look what comes, you'll, you'll get such gratification. There's not a day that goes by that I don't look around and what we do, the people we interact with, our customers, our, our, our young people that are coming into this industry, thinking back of what I thought about utilities when I was getting into it, I had no idea. The people that you touch, the customers, and it's okay that we work behind the scenes sometimes. It's okay. But we all know when we're walking up and down these halls, we're the ones holding this city together. That's exciting. I mean, we can, wow. we can almost high-five each other in the parking lot knowing nothing bad happened today. We kept all our customers in water, sewer, and gas, and that was absolutely what we needed to do. Love it. It's wonderful getting that those wins, even if, if they're silent to the majority of the, the community or whatever, but you still feel the wins, and I love that. Right. Um, Holding a city together. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, really. I mean, there's a lot of pride in that, and there's a lot of satisfaction in that. You drive around that city, and all of a sudden you're like, you, you touch – everybody's everybody's <laughs> lives in some way bobby Absolutely. i i had an unplanned had to drive to florida okay trip oh, yeah. over the yeah. holidays i had we had a disney trip flights got canceled we got in the car we drove for two days okay so i spent some time driving through the southeast uh, alabama included a lot of florida a lot of florida uh, but I hit all, you know, I went all through the Southeast and we serve a lot of the Southeast. We have a lot of clients there. And it was so neat. You saying that, like we held the city together. We're going through and, and we go through and be like, hey, uh, we, these are our clients, this whole city, right? Next, 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 all through there. A lot of pride and in I there, know right? What you mean there was pride in that. Yeah. And I know exactly what you mean. And we're by proxy, but there's pride in that for sure yeah. yeah so when when a regulator walks out on a site and they go to one of our gas guys and it's this is pride and and this they start asking questions whether it's oq related or procedure related i i feel very comfortable because you know energy world net does a great job in in preparing our guys to get qualified young people in industry they might take it for granted but uh you know, when I first got into this, uh, into the gas industry, it was 1999. It was just starting and it was, it was, it was tough. We would do classroom OQs. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. And so those, those were the days where every, we had to stop work to go and go into a classroom. And it was, it was whole crews, not sure it had the same impact. Now you have someone who's getting individual training you can't beat that. I mean, they're sitting there, they're getting individual training. They're focused on what they're, what they're trying to learn. And then we go out and, and you know, feel verified. That's to me, it's, 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 it's beyond uh, what we could have imagined years ago. I know. That's, that's, neat, wonderful. That, that's, 
See, that's where the rubber hits the road when you start to hear those type of stories and the realities of the passion and purposes that we all have in the industry and how they intersect and intertwine and they go together and one feeds off the other and it's not taking from one and giving to the other it's feeding right. back and forth and i love that aspect bobby i got to tell you we could talk for hours and i can't well, wait we for might. there may be a part two well there <laughs> might be a part two honestly and, and you know getting back to it i can't wait for james and i to to uh, step foot in your wonderful city and your utility yeah. and, and be able to take a tour because uh we I for sure thrive on tours and seeing things nuts and bolts. But um, I, this year we uh, we end our segments with asking a question. I'm so excited about this. Are you excited? I don't know why this is the yeah. That's my favorite part always. You want to ask it? You no, can. I do not. I want you okay. to. Okay. The professional. Bobby, the question is: What do you want to be when you grow up? Fantastic question. <laughs> so I had, I have a photo of myself. I think I was in the third grade. You got to supply I, that photo. If I, I don't have it. have it right. I can give it. I can get it for you. But I, I need it digital, and we'll put it in the shelf so everybody can see it. I was sitting at a desk, and I had pleaded with my mother, "Please, please let me wear a tie to school." And uh, she was like, "No, no, no." It was a regular T-shirt. I had a tie on, and. I told everyone that I'm going to be in business one day. This is who I am. And, and I didn't, I never let that go. So when I got this opportunity uh, to be in this role, I told some guys and they're congratulating me. I was like, I should, I should be thanking everyone here because this is my dream job. It's not a cliche. It's not, it's not something I'm just saying because I'm talking to you guys. Everyone around me knows this is my dream job. So when I grew up, I'm grown up. This is my dream job. I get to impact people. I get to share my experiences with them to make them better. And hopefully they'll pass me. And that would be my dream. So being where I'm at right now was a dream of mine as far back as I can remember. That's awesome. That is a success story. It's going to work, Jimmy. It's going to work. I love it. No, it's a good one. Tell you what, Bobby, it's been fantastic getting to spend yeah. a little extra time with you. I know we'll see you out and about. Absolutely. I'm, we're waiting on the invite. Yes, we'll be there. We'll teach. We'll do our keynote right there for you guys. We want to see how y'all hold that city together. Um, thank you for setting a, an example for this industry at Daphne, as Daphne as well. Um, we We understand how important it is to have high standards and, and build this next generation. And it's so awesome to see folks that are doing the same thing. So kudos on your work there. Kudos is right. Tell everyone we say hello. Thank you. Yes, and thank please. you for, for being clients for so long. But Bobby, anything we can do for you to let us know. Uh, thanks for being on the show, my friend. Thank you. Thank you, guys. We thank you for what you do for the industry. Absolutely. All right. Hey, and tell a friend, man. Tell a friend about oh, it. Oh, yeah. If you like what you see today, tell a friend. <laughs> Pass it on. Tell, tell them about Bobby, too. All right. <laughs> Have a great day.